Good afternoon and welcome to the Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and I am so excited that we get to launch into another discussion today. Me with you, you with me. I, I envision all of you standing here. I, I can hardly wait for the day where maybe that can happen and, and you can be live right here with me while we're having this conversation. But just so you know, I'm picturing you in my heart and my mind's eye that we are gathered together, all of you as dads who are ready to pursue your daughter's heart with more intention and consistency than ever before so that you can kick it up a notch and see our country change from the ground up as you as a dad dial in to the heart space of your daughters. So my goal and my heart and my passion is simply to put tools into your fathering toolbox so that you can have more of them there as options. I think choice and voice are always good. So when you have choices, hmm, which one of my tools do I want to use today with my daughter? Do you see how you're going to feel better and more empowered by doing that? Let me start by just telling you that this past week was our monthly meeting for the ABBA project. And I just wanted to share two quick stories that happened because I really believe you're going to love them. After we met, we had this email thread going, you know, between the guys. And one of the dads, Scott, wrote something a couple days ago that so struck me that I wrote him and said, can I, can I share this with my listeners on, on the program? And he said, absolutely. He said, I can't even believe you'd want to quote me. And Scott is a firefighter. He's a, a chief and he gets what it's like to work with men, which I just wanted to tell you that because it shapes what you're going to hear right now. He said, I think it's common for us as men to view success as following the rules. And he put rules in quotes, following rules by the numbers. He said, I also find it difficult when I compare the path that I take and what I consider to be other people's greater success than what I achieved. He said, I'm learning, and then he put in parentheses, insert huge work in progress here. He said, I'm learning to change my definition of success. Isn't that good? He went on to say, I think it's really powerful that we dads are willing to be in the trenches for our daughters. Then he went on to say something that I so loved. He said, I'm honored to wage this battle alongside each one of you men. Truly, you dads are waging a war in this country that I really believe seeks to tear women down or objectify them. And dads, you are vital to the healing process in our nation by tuning into the real heart needs, heart space, heart longings, heart wiring of your daughters. Keep encouraging each other to step up to the plate, kick it up a notch, because you don't have to be perfect, you just have to be present. So here's what another dad this week, this was during our meeting, and I loved this question so much that Todd asked that I wanted to bring it to you today. Here's what he said, Michelle, I know the name of this is The Abba Project, and you said that we're supposed to tell our daughters that we are the project, not them, right? And I said, yes. And he said, then why are we asking them all the questions to get to know them which I think is making our daughters feel like the project. Isn't that a good question? So what I did is I just said to him, okay, the more you get to know your daughter and the more you know about her, you know what she thinks, what she needs, do you realize that then you can better understand what she's thinking and needing and then the better able you are to do it right, because I know that's what you want, to get it right and be a dialed-in dad. And he goes, oh, I said, so by asking her these questions that are 
you know, in a template every week, every time we meet, I give them this and they're in the back of my book, which is simply titled, Dad, here's what I really need from you, a guide for connecting with your daughter's heart. And I'm telling you that, Dad, so that even if you're not in my nine-month ABBA project every year, you can still find the things you need, the tools in your hands to be able to ask great questions of your daughter because I've written them there. Take the book on your date and just ask your daughter these questions. So I said, Todd, by asking your daughter these questions, it's really so that you can be a better dad to her. And I bet if you let her know that that's why you're doing this, she'll understand and be on board. He goes, I think you're right. So dads, here's what I'm telling you is even as you're hearing me in the front, I picture myself as a coach standing in front of you. You guys are all on the lineup, ready to run the race. That's the on your mark. And I'm out there going, come on, come on. You can do this. Try this. And I think you're going to run a little bit faster, a little bit better, a little bit sharper in your skill set. So here's the deal. The reason that I'm telling you that story about Todd in the ABBA project is that I am going to be feeding you your lines, so to speak, right? So even with him, he was like, I don't understand this. And I said, well, here's the purpose. I'm speaking to his head. It dropped down into his heart. Oh, I get it now. So today, the name of this talk today is Dad, Here Are Your Lines. That is the on your mark. Now you might be going, okay, what is this about? I don't even really know. Well, here's the deal. I often say that men read lines and women read between lines. I don't have to tell you that, do I? Men read lines and women read between lines. That really became clear to me 12, 15 years ago. There was this couple that came into my counseling office. They obviously were there because they were having relational challenges. And that week, the wife just told him, well, you remember how mad I was at you this week when we were in the car coming back from Fred Meyer. And he goes, when? When? You were mad? She goes, yeah. Uh, I wasn't talking to you. I was sitting there like in the front with you and was so mad at you. I couldn't even talk. He literally said, really? I just thought you were thinking and you needed some time to yourself, which almost made her more angry, as you can imagine. But here's what hit me that day. And I've never forgotten that is that she thought giving him the quote, silent treatment was really communicating to him how angry she was. New, 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 new. That was a between the lines response. Can you tell that? She was hoping that her behavior implied to him what she was thinking or what she was feeling or what she was needing. He did not get it. So it's not new to you to say, okay, women are from right Venus, men are from Mars. We are from two different planets and we speak two different languages. I mean, I even remember one time where a guy in the ABBA project said, what's the planet we're from again? Is it Pluto? I mean, we howled because it was so funny. And I looked it up going, okay, Pluto's even farther. Anyway, just thinking about the fact that he didn't even know what planet he was on. And I think that sometimes in male-female dynamics, whether it's between spouses, whether it's between a boyfriend and a girlfriend, whether it's between coworkers that are of different genders, or whether it's a father and a daughter, that the different languaging of how we're wired, and I call it languaging because we are either speaking with words or with nonverbals, right? And it gets a lot of us into confusion, doesn't it? Because we're like, dads will go, where'd you get that out of that? You are crazy, or at least they're thinking that. And I mean, even this week, I had a woman come into my office and say, I feel crazy. 
I mean, this is oftentimes the emotional responses that we have as women lead us to go, oh my gosh, I feel crazy. And we need you dads to go, I know it's a lot going on, isn't it? You see how neutral that is. So here's the day today. The topic is about how you as a dad can be fed some lines. I want to help decode your daughters to you so that you are going to better understand them. Because here's the deal, you guys. Daughters are constantly reading between the lines with you in terms of interactions with their dads or lack of interactions with their dads. So whether there's a lot of interaction, little interaction, no interaction, reactive interaction, humorous interaction, or loving interaction. Did I give you enough options there? Every single girl is interpreting every single interaction between she and her dad, whether good or bad, she's interpreting that to understand herself. I know. I'm sure you guys are now going, oh my word, this is what wears me out. Because you're not aware sometimes. You're like, can't I just sit here and do nothing? Absolutely. This isn't about saying that 24-7 you've got to stay on your game here to give your daughter every positive response that you can because you need breaks. And I get that. This isn't about me trying to dictate every minute of your day. But I want you dads to understand how your daughters are wired and go, ah, she's in a continual process of sorting out who she is trying to figure out where she's going in life and your reactions about her to herself help her understand and know herself better because, and you've heard me say this before, but it bears repeating, your daughter will internalize your view of her. I know, no pressure or anything, right? So here's the deal. If you're just joining us today, welcome. I am Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisperer, and I'm so glad you're joining us. I'm author of the book, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, a guide for connecting with your daughter's heart. You can go to my website, which is just simply drmichellewatson.com. I've got free resources for you. I've got podcasts. I've got videos. I have things that you can look at and put in your hands. You can run off that can help you as a dad be more effective in your fathering skills. You can buy my book on Amazon there. You can also sign up for my twice a month Dad Daughter Friday blogs. And you can even email me. You guys, I want to keep the conversation going with you. My email address is drmichelle at thedadwhisperer.com. Send me questions, share updates of how things are going when you put the tools that we've talked about into practice. Say, this didn't work. Help me. (laughs) Give me more ideas, Michelle, because here's where I'm hitting a glitch. I really want you to think of me as a coach, right? You guys are on the line, on your mark, and I'm your coach cheering you on, giving you pointers so that you can hit it out of the ballpark as a dad and be the best dad that you can be. So as we today are on the mark talking about dad, here are your lines. Because men say, just give me the lines because I don't read between them. Women read between the lines. I need just the straight facts, ma'am. Got it? Okay. So what I want to give you today are some practical ways that you can help understand how your daughter encodes and decodes the things that you say, the things that you ask her to do, the ways that you engage her in life. Okay, you ready for that? So here are your lines, dad. Okay, if you, dad, laugh at your daughter's jokes, okay, got that? Do you know what she will tell herself? I'm funny. Mm Mm-hmm. If you, dad, discuss politics and world events with her, do you know what she'll tell herself? I'm interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. 
if you, Dad, draw her out and ask her opinion about a fact, a theory, or a line of thought, like something you're like, hey, I heard this quote, what do you think of that? Do you know what she'll tell herself? I'm knowledgeable. Now, you might think, really? That had that big of an impact? All I did was say, hey, what do you think about the election that just happened? How do you feel about where our nation is going? And you're actually listening to her opinion? I mean, maybe she's only 12, or maybe she's 18, or maybe she's 25. But she is sitting there encoding that and saying, wow, my dad actually cares what I think, which has an underlying implication and message that you are saying you have something to say. You can have an opinion, even if it's different than mine. Now, you guys, I know that on your planet of Mars, that men are getting out on the field and throwing the ball. Maybe you're doing that with your son going, we don't have to talk. We're bonding through just doing something. Mm-hmm-hmm. I get that that works with your daughters too. But I want you guys to realize and understand that we as women, our heart opens up when our mouth opens up. And I find that when our hearts are open, your dad's space, your heart space opens up too, right? You love it when there's that heart to heart, like emotional, good dynamic. Well, asking these kinds of questions on the lines, I want you to understand what this means to your daughter. Okay, here's some more examples. If you, dad, ask her to help you fix something, do you know what she'll tell herself? I'm capable. Uh Uh-huh. If you ask her to help you brainstorm, let's say about something at work, or maybe you even say, hey, I got to buy a present for mom. Can you help me think of what she might love for Mother's Day? Your daughter will tell herself, I'm clever. See, my dad wants my input. If you applaud her for her achievement in sports or grades or music or work, she will tell herself, I'm competent. Dad, if you enthusiastically affirm her artistic endeavors, maybe you have a daughter that's not so strong when it comes to schooling, like school, like, you know, language or English or science or math, but she has right brain gifting, right? Left brain is all the stuff I just mentioned. Right brain is more the artistic nonlinear kind of wiring, which I'll be honest with you is more my wiring. I would much rather do art on any given day. I love HGTV. You know, give me, give me all those decorating shows. I am not kidding you. I could do a marathon on a whole Saturday and never get tired of it. Whereas others that if your daughter's wired more with a science, math, linear, left brain dominant kind of wiring, that artistic stuff just wears her out. But you as a dad honing and fanning into flame the gifting of your daughter will help her love and appreciate how she's wired more than how she's not wired. Does that make sense? So if you are sitting there going, oh, honey, I love that painting. Could I hang it in my office? Or that drawing that you did is going on the refrigerator or you know, I'm putting it somewhere in prominence that, that, you know, in my closet so I can look at it every day. Your daughter will tell herself I'm creative. My dad sees me as an artist. Don't you love that? Okay, here's a few more. If you, dad, celebrate her academics, which is what we just talked about a little bit too, her academic prowess, she will tell herself I'm smart. If you actively engage her while she's listening, she will tell herself I'm engaging. I know I keep hitting this theme, even in past episodes, of what it's like to be a good question asker, what it's like to be an active listener, and honing those skills. Do you realize your daughter is encoding a message from you? It's all nonverbals, but she will say, I'm engaging. 
I'm creative. I'm competent. I'm clever. I'm capable. I'm knowledgeable. I'm interesting. I'm funny. By the way, you interact and respond with her. I know. We women have so many layers to us. I know. But we got to go back to the source and say, God did this. He wired us this way. And he has a reason that he's put males and females in dynamics together relationally, I believe, so that we both grow and change. We all grow and change. Okay, here's a few more messages that I'm saying, Dad, okay, here's the lines. You don't have to read between the lines here. I'm giving you this straight up. If you, Dad, teach your daughter to say no and respect her own boundaries, she will tell herself, I'm strong. If you light up, Okay, she walks in the room and you light up. She will tell herself, I'm delightful. Isn't that awesome? In fact, let me just share a really cool story with you. Is, and I put this in my book. Is my, one of my mentors of about 15, 16 years now is a man by the name of James Friesen, Dr. James Friesen. He's an amazing man who has shaped my life tremendously. He's a licensed counselor, right? He's a, he's a licensed psychologist and a licensed minister. So he has this depth to him that understands psychology and trauma and how we're wired as humans coupled with scripture. He's amazing. He lives down in uh, Long, Be- or Long Beach, California, somewhere around that area, LA. And what he says is that there is research that confirms that when someone lights up, when someone else walks in the room, giving a message of, I'm happy to see you, that it creates joy. It activates joy in the person who's getting that kind of a response. So when you, dad, light up when your daughter walks in the room, rather than staying glued to the television, being stuck on your screen, lost in a book, kind of clueless, do you see that that gives your daughter a negative message, right? A non-joyful response. She will encode that as, my dad thinks I'm boring. My dad doesn't think I have anything to offer. But when you light up the joy that you activate in your daughter's life, isn't that amazing? It has power, and that's not the end of it. The joy exchange, joy kind of ping-pongs back and forth between two people when joy is activated. It's reciprocal, and there are six cycles per second of joy that's exchanged between people when joy is activated. So dad's When you are lighting up and smiling, when you see your daughter walk into the room, do that and then go back to what you're doing. She will tell herself, I'm delightful. Isn't that awesome? Okay, on it goes. If you treat her with kindness and tenderness, you treat her with love, she tells herself, I'm worthy. She will tell herself, this is what I deserve. And I will expect nothing less from any other people in my life. I mean, I could go on and on. There's no end to the impact on a daughter from the messages that her dad gives her by engaging with her. Let me just say them now faster. You're gonna, I know you're going to love that. You're like, Michelle, that was a lot of words in there. Okay, I'm just going to state what I just said without all the extemporaneous information. If you, dad, laugh at your daughter's jokes, she will tell herself, I'm funny. If you discuss politics and world events with her, she tells herself, I'm interesting. If you draw her out and ask her opinion about a fact, a theory, or some kind of line of thought, she tells herself, I'm knowledgeable. If you, dad, ask your daughter to help you fix something, she tells herself, I'm capable. If you, dad, 
ask her to help you brainstorm about solving a problem, buying a present for mom. She tells herself, I'm clever. If you, dad, applaud her for her achievement in sports, music, or work, she tells herself, I'm competent. If you enthusiastically affirm your daughter's artistic endeavors, she will tell herself, I'm creative. Dad, if you celebrate your daughter's academic prowess, she will tell herself, I'm smart. If you actively listen to her while she's talking, she will tell herself, I'm engaging. If you teach her to say no and then respect her boundaries, she tells herself, I'm strong. Dad, if you light up and smile when your daughter walks into the room, she tells herself, I'm delightful. If you, Dad, respect your daughter's opinions about talking uh, subjects ranging from literature to spiritual things, she will tell herself, I'm wise. If you, Dad, treat your daughter with kindness, understanding, tenderness, and love, she tells herself, I'm worthy. So to sum up, because this has all been on your mark, Dad, here are your lines. Get set. I filled it in with all these details. Here's now the summary. Head interactions rest on the lines. They're predictable, they're factual, they're informative, and they're content-driven, right? That's head interactions on the lines. And truth be told, that's where a lot of men shine. But hard interactions, remember that God said the hearts of fathers have to turn to their daughters. Hard interactions rest between the lines. They're connected, they're emotional, they're sensitive, they're heartfelt, and they're intuitive. I get that that takes a lot more work for you, but that's where you need to say, God, I cannot do this without your help. So when it comes to dads and daughters, daughters are constantly reading between the lines, aren't they, in terms of interactions with you. And you get to have her in the palm of your hands as one that you're shaping her forever by investing in her by realizing that the way you affirm, applaud, engage, your daughter gives her messages that she's deserving and worthy and valuable. And here's the deal. Why is this that the clearer a dad's positive messages are to her, the less reading between the lines she'll do? It's because when a daughter feels her dad's heart turn toward her, and she believes then, she will believe then, that there's nothing she can do to change that. Because you know what? Father knows best. And if that's how my daddy sees me, then it must be true. So here's the good news, dads. I have got a free handout of of this list that I gave you today on my website. You can just go to the free resources tab and download it. You can have it all in a one-page handout. I know, I'm your new best friend because it's less words, but it can remind you then of this positive dynamic that you can have and you can understand better how your daughter is encoding this. I want to end today with a quick story. Yesterday, I had the privilege of doing an interview with Kirk Giles, who's the president of Promise Keepers Canada. And after we were done with the interview, he said, you know what? I love what you're saying, Michelle, because I have a 16-year-old daughter. And just yesterday, he said, the two of us went out and she actually said, dad, some of my friends have been telling me that I intimidate guys. Do you think I do that? Like, is it bad that I do that? Look at the power that his words had to her. He said, oh, honey, if you intimidate guys, that's a good thing because it means you're being you and you are confident and you are intelligent and smart and that's their deal. 
keep being who God made you to be. And she goes, really? So you think it's okay? I don't have to worry about that? He goes, absolutely. Look at how she took in dad's view of her and made it her own. Do you love that? I love how 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Your daughter, if she's not walking in fear of what everybody else thinks of her, do you realize that that then, if she's not walking in fear, the opposite, which a lot of it she'll get from how you view her, is that she walks empowered, empowered in who she is as a woman, as a girl, as a daughter of the Most High God. She will have love pouring out of her and through her as God gives it to her. And she's who God made her to be. Every woman loves to love. And then she will have a sound, clear mind. So I end today by saying, on your mark, dad, here are your lines. If you want to decode and better relate to your daughter, get set. You heard what that looks like. You can go to my website and download a page that tells you how what you do is encoded in your daughter's mind and heart space as having meaning. And I say, go. The go piece is I want you to try one of those things on the list today and let me know how it goes. Write me at drmichelle at thedadwhisperer.com or go to my website, drmichellewatson.com. It's been great to talk with you today. This wraps up another session. Have a great week of intentionally and consistently dialing into your daughter's hearts. Go dads.